Like I said at the close of yesterday's episode, Canadians are crazy about weather. With the rise of the Weather Network back on May 1st of 1989, this country now had a full-time broadcaster of weather information analysis and more importantly, stories that Canadians could understand. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from, who else? The Weather Network here in Canada. But this year also marks the 150th year of the Meteorological Service of Canada. It launched on May 1st of 1871. Yes, this day in weather history. One of Canada's oldest government institutions, period, is the Meteorological Service of Canada. That's right, meteorology. They have been helping Canadians make informed decisions about their health and safety and, quite frankly, economic prosperity for 150 years today. The MSC provides weather forecasts and other meteorological and hydrological services to Canadians all day, every day, without pause. They are Canada's authoritative source for severe weather alerts and weather, water, ice, and climate data. As a matter of fact, in times of crises that cause enough of a stir for it to be remembered as a memorable day in weather history, their team of meteorologists and hydrologists work around the clock to monitor and predict hazards like the two flooding stories I just presented to you on this podcast yesterday in Manitoba and the day before out of Quebec. But beyond just forecasting what is about to happen, they work closely with provincial and territorial partners helping to make sure the affected are prepared and ready. And being an arm of the federal government, they're funded to assure that they are armed with the best tools and infrastructure to keep up with the changing technological landscape for weather prediction and analysis. Throughout their 150-year history, they have evolved to keep pace with advancements in technology and the information needs of Canadians. The MSC will collect thousands of observations every day and make it available for us at The Weather Network, as well as anyone who can access it and knows what to disseminate from it. Their state-of-the-art tools help them to detect and predict severe weather and give Canadians the most accurate weather information possible. So, here we go. Because it's been 150 years, and because I don't have 150 candles for this virtual cake, I thought I'd tell you a few stories from the many milestones they have celebrated along the way. September 4th, 1876. This was five years after the MSC beginning, and this was the day of the first Canadian prepared storm warnings to serve the Great Lakes and Atlantic Coast shipping activities. A year later, the first Canadian general weather forecast called PROBS was produced. 1908 Fresh water is the new oil, it's the new gold, and without it, countries cannot survive and Canada has a bastion of it. But it needs to stay protected and monitored for quality. In 1908, the Water Survey of Canada was first established. Today, historical records of river flow and water levels on lakes and rivers include over 8,000 sites. The 1920s Thanks to technological advancements made during World War I, wireless radio was invented, and this revolutionized the access and reach of meteorology. Now, information could be gathered from hundreds of remote weather stations across the country and transmitted to isolated logging camps, island communities, the Arctic, and even ships at sea. March 1940 
At the peak of the British Commonwealth Air Training Plan, more than 300 meteorologists were hired and trained to serve in the Royal Canadian Air Force and Royal Air Force at 68 different stations in Canada. June 11, 1971. Legislation passed by the House of Commons brought the Weather Service into the newly created Canada Department of the Environment. April 1st, 1976. The first weather radio receiver was set up on Salt Spring Island, BC. Today, the VHF radio transmitter network includes approximately 240 sites with access to 95% of Canadians. 1978. Canadian Climate Centre becomes the first service in the world with full-time study and analysis of climatology. April 21st, 1997. This was the establishment of the National Radar Project. This is the largest expansion and upgrade of the entire radar network. This made it possible to reach over 98% of the Canadian population. Also in 1997, the first Canadian Lightning Station went into service at Dauphin, Manitoba. This was part of the 187-station North American Lightning Detection Network. October 2020. The World Meteorological Organization accepted all five of MSC's nominated weather stations as Centennial Observing Stations. What's that? Quote, Centennial stations are long-standing meteorological observing stations with continuous periods of records spanning back more than a century. This recognition identifies Canada's commitment to long-term climate observations, end quote. And that's what you get when you do things right for 150 years and always strive to get better. Happy 150th Meteorological Service of Canada after your launch on May 1st of 1871, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is May 2nd, and I have a story that the MSC would have been all over from its outset. We're going to be talking about it tomorrow. We have, in the past several days here on this podcast, witnessed historic flooding in New Brunswick, in Quebec, and in Manitoba. Well, move over because our nation's capital is moving in with what was, in 2019, the highest level ever recorded on the Ottawa River. Now that river floods a lot. So for this to be said about that, something has to be out of this world. And we're gonna find out together all about it tomorrow right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.